Welcome to the Will of Wellness Podcast, where we embark on a transformative journey through the intricate facets of health and well-being. Join us as we explore the interconnected spokes of the wellness wheel, delving into physical, mental, emotional, social, spiritual, and environmental health. Our experiences and insightful discussions will help empower you to achieve balance and harmony in your life, guiding you towards a healthier, happier you. Get ready to spin the wheel and uncover the secrets of a fulfilling and well-rounded life. Hey guys, welcome back. We just wrapped up the episode that we had on physical wellness concerning our diet. And now we promised that we'd go ahead and move on to physical wellness and exercise. Once again, my name's Dan. I'm Jenny. Welcome back, everybody. And like I said, we're going to go and talk about some exercise needs and the way it is, uh, interacts with the wheel of wellness and the domain, specifically physical wellness. Yes, and this is going to be a fun topic for me. For me, okay, starting off, we really just have to define what physical wellness is. For me, physical wellness refers to the condition and functioning of your body. Uh, it involves maintaining a healthy lifestyle, taking preventative measures, and recognizing the importance of regular exercise, proper nutrition, sufficient rest. And when you address physical wellness, you're better equipped to handle life's challenges overall and enjoy a, a greatly improved quality of life. Yep, and the CDC Center for Disease Control actually recommends that each week adults need about 150 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity and two days of muscle strengthening activity. Here recently, we've been hitting a lot of days of uh, muscle yeah. strengthening activity. And we're feeling it, believe that. Oh my goodness, I'm just broken. Well, I, I, it's good. It's good. I feel better about things. Uh, we've been trying to focus on our strength building. We've been following a specific program. And I think it's working out pretty well. We just need to learn how to uh, meter it. Let's not say we. You need to learn how to meter it. <laughs> I get a little bit after it sometimes. I, I, I'm not afraid to engage. Yeah, and he's not afraid to push me into the engagement too. Which, by the way, I have had trouble moving the last two days because of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the reasons we've been doing this is that, you know, exercise, exercise off, offers a lot of benefits for both the body and the mind. I utilize exercise for my body's benefit and my mind. It helps me uh, deal with some anxiety issues that I've dealt with and it calms down some OCD things that I deal with. Yeah. And sometimes it just makes me mad to even have to do it because I don't feel like getting up and doing it. But have you ever gotten through with a workout and then said, man, I really wasted my time. That sucked. No, but I feel like that during the workout. <laughs> but afterwards, I feel, man, I accomplished this and I feel good about it. And I actually feel better. So it also helps you with your mental health. Yes, very much so. Awesome. And the the physical activity Overall, obviously, you're building health, you're building strength. It improves your cardiovascular health, which in turn reduces your risk of heart disease and stroke. When you do that, it helps maintain a healthy weight. And it can aid in weight loss and burning calories and, and boosting your metabolism. Yeah, and just so you guys know, the program we're doing is very intense for me anyway. Um, so I just, I struggle a little bit. We, the, the program we're doing, it, it delves into a lot of compound exercises and actually taking rest breaks in between them to where you can really push your muscles and push your muscular endurance and 
um, muscle hypertrophy, uh, getting muscle hypertrophy through the exercises. So these compound exercises are really challenging. And we'll get more into this because I was more go, go for cardio Mm -hmm. and realized uh, I'm not going to lose any more weight doing this. So. And, you know, that's, you know, we're talking about that. It improves your cardiovascular health yeah. Well, exercise. We're talking specifically about what we're doing right now, but we're going to try and talk about all different types of exercise and the different things we've done, the things we've enjoyed, the things that we have grown to enjoy and some things that we just really uh, tried and don't engage in anymore. Yeah. So exercise, as we've talked about, it strengthens your muscles and also strengthens your bones. It, it you you increase your strength. It has great mental well being for us. It reduces stress and anxiety. It in, you it releases releases endorphins. Yes, I need that very much. <laughs> it enhances cognitive function and it promotes a better concentration and memory. And also, you know, it helps uh, reduce the risk of heart disease and strokes as well. Very much so. And that's one of the reasons that, that you delve, that I delve off into more of an endurance-based running, hiking, walking, zone two type work, because I'm always ultimately concerned about my cardiovascular health for some reason. Well, I think everybody should be a little bit. Oh, they definitely should. And that's you know, that's what we've talked about with the Wheel of Wellness as we've been through it, uh, is balance throughout the entire aspect of it. Now, moving on into talking about some of the different types of exercise that we've done aerobic exercise now we engage in that aerobic exercises increases your heart rate it increases your breathing increases your lung capacity your vo2 max it improves improves your overall cardiovascular fitness and your endurance to be able to do things for longer and better uh, with better um, ability yeah which also that puts us going into here which is my favorite running and jogging this also will for most athletes at the same at some point to prepare for whatever sport or activity that you're engaging in this is going to help that when you are working on your endurance oh yeah you you get that baseline endurance and that baseline cardiovascular health and that's going to go ahead and bleed over into the other sports that you do yeah so when i started my weight loss journey i was almost 200 pounds and i decided Oh, so we have iFit, um, a treadmill with them, and there's a program on there that you can do. We have a we have a Nordic track, and on Nordic track, yeah. it has the iFit program in there. Yes. Now the iFit program, it has it's wonderful. John Peel, Heather Eden, uh, a lot of Hannah Eden. I'm sorry, a lot of different trainers on there that are excellent. And Jenny decided to jump off into a program where. This is actually on their maps program. It wasn't done by any trainer, but there are live maps that you can run in different areas. Well, I did one where it was a 5K in every single state in the United States of all 50 states. You had one 5K in all 50 states. And I decided I'm going to do all 50 states. And it was pretty much like every other day. (laughs) That was brutal, especially when I first started because I had I hadn't ran before. I was two hundred pounds and couldn't breathe walking. Your your form wasn't that great. No, your ability to go ahead and do the running honestly wasn't that great. But your determination. Oh, I needed that. Was there? 
Yeah. Well, I was also on insulin at the time and I was like, I am going to be off of this. I'm not doing this anymore. So that was my motivation is to get off the medication. And I was very determined to do that, which is what basically gave me that drive. Yeah. You were on how many units of insulin at that point in time? 80. That was insane. And for you to be actually at this point in time, after accomplishing the 50Ks, and you've been, that was a while ago, we've been hiking, running, jogging, all this stuff for quite a while, and you're off all of your diabetic medications. Yes. So that's amazing. I, I Kudos to you. Yeah, that's right awesome. now I'm just, you know, Xing out the carbs and still exercising. And mm-hmm. So far, so good. And which takes us to the next thing that we do, talking about the exercise that we do is hiking. My favorite. Right now, um, hiking in nature, which is essentially what you have to do when you're hiking, it offers a cardio workout and you connect with the great outdoors, which we've talked about on many different times that you, when you hike, you're doing your physical wellness, you're doing your environmental wellness, mm-hmm. and you're doing your spiritual wellness. Even mental wellness. Oh, definitely. For me, by far. I mean, I can touch... Basically, all of the wheel, all, all the different domains of the wheel, because social, I'm with you, my favorite person. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, hiking is my favorite as well. So, the next one that I absolutely hate is cycling. Now, the, I will rephrase that a little bit because I don't mind going on bike rides in nature if we go out on, you know, the trails or whatever on the bikes. I hate stationary cycling is the boringest thing I've ever done. I can't stand it. Yeah, that's something that I I can't do. It's repetitive. It's bad enough being on on a treadmill, but with the treadmill with the iFit program that we have on there, that is engaging and it kind of keeps your interest. But if you're just sitting at a bike, it's just I can't do it. But cycling in the outdoors is wonderful. We've done some trails you have fun with trails. We both have fun with trails because it was a new thing for us. Yeah, I almost killed myself a couple of times, but. I actually, the, the first time we went out on actual <laughs> mountain bike and mountain bike trails, I was actually able to complete a flip. And I, that I, was impressive. And it wasn't planned. No, it was <laughs> not. not. At all. He did a full on <laughs> headstand while the bike flipped over his body. <laughs> totally not planned. But uh, it, that will raise your uh, heart rate. Yeah, you hit a big old rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for a cycling, though, just to clarify, there are um, like iFit type programs out there, Peloton, things like that, mm-hmm. that you that are on certain either incumbent bikes or cycling bikes. But I just don't like them. They hurt my butt. And <laughs> it's just my I'm short. So my legs are just wore out. Mm-hmm. So not my thing. One thing that you would love to engage in, one of the reasons it's difficult is we're, we live in Ohio, which is a colder state. Is, which I argue all the time that we're seven months, nine months of cold weather. What's the point? You define cold a lot differently than I do. Ugh. Well, I will say this. It's got to be really warm to go swimming in a swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the next thing that I absolutely love, but I don't really, I'm not a good swimmer. I can dog doggy paddle. <laughs> <laughs> but even doggy paddling, when you get done with that, if you do it for a half an hour, an hour with you us some being good cardio, you do. You get out of there and your your chest feels all kind of different and awoke. Oh yeah, for sure. So swimming is something we'd love to engage in, but we don't do it as much as we we'd like to. 
Yeah, I need that pool. Now, the next, I guess you could define it almost as my favorite because it's strength training. Yeah, you're crazy with this one. Strength training involves lifting weights or using resistance, you know, like bands, uh, use the earth, doing push-ups or body weight stuff to build muscle strength, uh, to build muscle development, and it increases your metabolism. The more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn, the better your metabolism is. It took me a while to really understand that because I'm like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I'm not sweating. Like, I really feel I need to be running or jogging and breaking a sweat in mm-hmm. order to be feeling like I'm really working out. I'll wait until you get to the next stage of this where you understand that you're actually growing and benefiting from the lifting of the weights when you're recovering on your off days from lifting. Yes, that took so long for me to understand. Mm-hmm. And the, it just blew my mind. And I know there's people out there saying, well, you're an idiot because you should understand that. But I really didn't. Well, there's things that you, you, you think you should understand and you do understand. But putting it into practice is a totally different thing. You can, uh, this is, I'm going to challenge you. Go ahead. If you haven't, read the manual on how to operate a car and then just expect somebody to jump in a car and drive that car just reading the manual. You know, even especially if it's a clutch, if it's a standard, they're going to have a lot of fun time doing that. You're not going to be able to go jump off in an F1 track or a NASCAR track just because you read the manual. Right. But I will say for the strength training, I'm learning a lot. I'm also learning that my husband's a psycho about it and he tries to kill me. But I am actually transforming some of my body composition. You are. It's amazing. I think you look wonderful. The next thing, it's it's an offshoot of it. It's the cousin of it, but it's circuit training. In strength training, you're using weights and you're using resistance, but in circuit training, you're doing the same thing, except it's a series of exercises performed one after another with minimal rest. So you're essentially going one, you're doing a set of bench press, and you're doing a set of flies, and you're doing a set of low rows, and you're doing a set of pull downs. You're going in a sequence, and you're not taking any rests. So you're going to use lesser weight. It's going to be less intensity as far as the muscular load, but it's going to be greatly increased intensity as far as your cardiovascular benefit from it. So you're definitely getting some aerobic workout in there as well as strength training. Mm -hmm. And calisthenics. Calisthenics are body weight exercises. Like I was saying, you're using resistance. Uh, You're going against the the earth. You're doing jumping jacks, plyometrics, uh, push-ups, pull-ups, squats, things which build strength and endurance without equipment. Yeah, a lot of gravity work here. So the next one, I I like, but I'm not a flexible person, so I'm not good at this. I even got a yoga swing that I really can't use. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, yoga, it combines the physical postures, breathing exercises, meditation, which I'm terrible at meditation. I try, but it's really hard to stop my mind um, to improve your flexibility, your balance and your mental well-being. I love the, all the aspects of this and what it is intended for I just can't get my body to do it (laughs) (laughs) I I love yoga I'm the same boat I love it I know certain poses I can engage in those poses do I do them well no Uh, the breathing part of it the mindfulness of it I absolutely love it's hard to get everything in sequence for me so this is one that I would love to be be good at but I'm just not yeah, I'm in the same boat. I just, number one, I like I said, I cannot meditate the same way. 
No, no. You, your mind goes. You start running that mental checklist. Okay, I'm going to meditate. Okay, I'm thinking about nothing. Okay, I'm thinking about my grocery list. Okay, I'm thinking about getting the car oil changed. What am I? Hold on, I'm meditating. That's yeah, that's, that's kind of exactly like the way your mind it. goes. It never stops. <laughs> so uh, next up is high intensity interval training. Yeah. So HIT involves short bursts of intense exercise. So it's followed by like brief recovery periods. It's effective for burning calories and boosting your metabolism. Now, this is like going for a sprint for 20 seconds Mm -hmm. and then taking 20 seconds and catching your breath and getting back in alignment and doing a series of that. Right. Right. So I used to do that on our treadmill. Mm -hmm. I would just do a manual workout and I would go. For me, because I'm short on our treadmill, number five, I run. I would get to about a five or six and I'd be running and my heart rate would get up really, you know, probably about 160, 170. Then I would back down to a three, three and a half, which Mm -hmm. is a fast walk and lower the heart rate to about 120. And then when my heart rate got to 120, I boosted it back up. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much how you do a hit. Mm hmm. Very cool. The next is another one of my sweet spots right here. You know, we're going to roll into martial arts, kickboxing, and uh, jujitsu. Martial arts, you know, like karate or judo, they enhance self-defense skills, flexibility, and physical fitness. Kickboxing, which is... uh, My favorite. It's it's a fun thing to do. Uh, It combines martial arts and aerobics for a high-energy, full-body workout. You enjoy it. You're good at it. Well, I just like to punch people. Yeah, you're a little violent. And kick people. But you feel good afterwards, so there you go. <laughs> I do. It's a great stress release. <laughs> I love all these. I've been I've been engaging in these ever since I was a young man. Uh, but my latest little little verve is jujitsu. I I've just really felt fell into that and absolutely love it. You know, as I got older. It just seems to be more of a martial art that I can engage in. I think it's a fantastic choice for exercise and fitness. It has a unique blend of physical demands, mental engagement, and practical self-defense techniques. And it's it's a well-rounded workout for me. Yeah. And then, you know, you can do takedowns. Yeah. I, you know, I it work, rolls right into my line of work. I work in law enforcement. And that really, really helps me as well. It's It's the gentle art, as they say. It uh, builds strength, flexibility. You grapple. You learn how to use leverage. Uh, you know how to use submissions. And I will tell you, it's a totally different type of cardiovascular workout. When you doing technique and you're doing just drilling with somebody, you kind of get a little bit of heart rate up and everything. But when you start to actually roll and get in a competitive mindset, the cardiovascular workout is very intense. Brutal. So brutal. I'd stop doing jujitsu. The kickboxing was good enough. I got to stay on my feet and I'm very claustrophobic. So having people on top of me, I don't like that. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is like jujitsu, it combines both the physical aspect and the mental aspect, the chess aspect of it. It's just, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. So there are um, just a few examples of many types of exercise that we just went over each with a unique benefit and appeal. So your choice depends on your fitness goals. So preferences and physical capabilities really depends on you. Exactly. You've talked about how you're a little bit shorter. Uh, Yeah. 
So, so there's a lot of things I really can't do that you can do. <laughs> I yeah. could do them, but it's a little more challenging. And I'm just like, nah, nah I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tag out on that one. And just like with yoga, with both of us, our flexibility isn't quite where it could be. We practice and we do, you know, priming sessions and stretching. But yoga, I don't think I'm ever going to be a really qualified yoga person. Me either, unfortunately. But I will say stretching is super important when it comes to all of these. Oh, very. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to be able to be flexible and have strength within that range of motion. It's one thing to be flexible and not have strength in that range of motion. You just become uh, you become almost a, a liability for yourself. So being flexible and being able to have strength in an extended range of motion is absolutely amazing. It helps you in all aspects of each one of these exercises. We didn't really talk about walking. Walking is actually really great. If you can get your heart rate into a zone two, you're fat burning. And it really I thought you were going to call me fat. No. (laughs) It really took me a long time to understand that if I was in cardio, I'm not really burning as many calories. I'm just spinning my wheels. I'm just helping my heart basically Mm -hmm. be healthier. Mm Mm-hmm. But if I'm in the fat burning, I'm burning fat cells. If you're in zone two. Zone two. Yeah. Yeah. So... Walking is actually very good for you. And if you're doing a zone two walk, which is everybody's zone two is a little bit different for me and my heart rate's going to be in the one twenties for zone two. Yeah. Zone two, there's, there's charts where you can get the zone uh, for each one of your age groups. If you're male, female, and your specific age, a good idea for zone two is you can hold a conversation, but you get a little raspy at certain times. Right. And this is actually a really great way to burn fat cells. One thing to challenge to challenge yourself is whatever you're doing right now, get a pedometer. I tell you personally, we use um, Apple watches. Apple watches are great. They're great for tracking things, uh, your workouts, your steps. Motivation. Motivation. Exactly. It's they gamify your, your fitness. Um, we have a, a blog post on our website if you want to check out the different types of fitness trackers. But with that being said, when you are tracking your steps, try and add a thousand each week to it. And if you're getting ten thousand, you're doing great. Okay, if you can, can increase that to twelve thousand, you're doing great. Steps a day, I'm talking about. So if you're starting off at five thousand, you're doing great. But just try and focus on trying to get up to six thousand the next week or the next month. Yeah, just set yourself some goals. Yeah. Like we talked about before, what would we do? You know, you set a goal, you set an action plan and you reassess. Exactly. Exactly. So walking is absolutely amazing too. So here's the plan guys. After you get the go ahead from your doctor. So make sure you go to your doctor. If you're going to try any new exercises, just to make sure you're, you're fit to do that. At least make sure you are up and moving more than you are sitting. That is so key. Being able to not be lethargic. People think that if you work out two or three times a week that you're an active person. But if you look at that, if you're sitting behind a desk for eight hours and you get up and you work out for an hour or 30 minutes three times a week, you're still being kind of a sedentary type person. So you need to get up and move. Yeah, you always want to do just a little something each day. It doesn't work out hardcore, you know, if you want to for three days a week and then the other four days just kind of do a little walk or something, a 30 minute mm-hmm. walk or mm-hmm. stretching or just do something. But we can refer back to the actual one of the first things that we talked about today is what the CDC says. 
they recommend that each adult needs about 150 minutes of moderate intensity physical activity a week mm-hmm. and two days of muscle building, uh, strengthening activity. And don't forget, you need to get good sleep. Oh, yeah. That's a whole, whole episode to itself. Sleep yeah, is amazing. We will amazing. be talking about that. We Believe me, I have a lot to say about you and sleep. So it'll be a fun episode to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> How I need to get better sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, we appreciate it. We respect your time. We love the fact that you're listening. Uh, anything we can help you with, please contact us. You guys have our website. You can contact us there. Go ahead and look us up at www.wheelofwellnesspodcast.com. Yep. And we will be looking for those comments and just check us out. And I'd like to give a shout out to a special listener, Elijah in Florida. Thank you, buddy. You guys, thank you for listening to us. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, guys. Till next time. Thank <laughs> you.